Blog Talk Radio. Who you know the day, but this year for this year, I am sister. Yeah, 
I prayed and I prayed, what you praying? I prayed all night long, keep a praying. I prayed and I prayed until I find the Lord. My soul couldn't rest contented. My soul couldn't rest contented. My soul couldn't rest contented until I find the Lord. Now, honey, children, we're done being young, yeah? You're done being to when the prayers meet and the thing like that, eh? You might done get it, that song. Well, you know we ancestors them. Always been over there prayer. Always been no around in the bush up, in the brush up. Always been to go and seek it. Four days in the morning, they tell me. Four days clean, they would have gone out seeking. And all throughout the day, where they're standing or sitting, walking, singing, even a pray to God. So it's so glad in the evening that we can crack me teeth. That this woman month, 2015, and no say, prayer and thing ain't a going away. That prayer and thing still there this evening. Still there in the Gullah Nation. Up to this your time now. And so even now, this your thing to get right about now. Now, I would have never think about writing my prayer and thing like that because that is something you have to know how to do. People learn you that and you can't on and on. But then there's so much of people now ain't got nobody for learning them these things, tell, tell. So you have a good interview, the other rest of things, people to call all kind of different kind of coach. So we go going to crack we teeth with one is chilling you was raised up right here from Pawnee and Sintel and Holland, in Beaufort, South Kakalaki and things like that. We're going to have Sharonda, Good Wine Box, the other giant, we're deceiving from this year broadcast. But this your new book that he got to call Fearless Prayer. So for all the hundred children with a yet it is your wrong the wall and thing like that, let me crack my teeth. How you be done? Choke them down from the people, yeah? So this way y'all can understand this. This book actually opens with an introduction that says, Life is often filled with unfortunate, unforeseen events. Potential foreclosure, sudden illness, or job loss sometimes rocks us to our core. So we empty our 401K, get second opinions, and put in application after application yet to no avail. We talk to friends who have friends, research homeopathic remedies, and even go down to the unemployment agency. But still, nothing happens. Then we turn to God. I found that introduction quite interesting because of all the things that were done before thinking of turning to God. Why do I find it interesting? Because I know it to be truthful in the world. And so I want to bring to the airwaves for the first time here at Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, Sharonda L. Barksdale, who is the author of this new inspirational book called Fearless Prayer. Well, how honey to do this evening, Sharonda? Peace, Queen. How honey to do today? Peace. I had to do well, girl. I'm so glad in the body to do well. We've been up run all that, but down to Gullah Geechee yesterday. I'm in Charleston this morning, back with <laughs> Charleston. Had a group of 70 people, y'all. We don't care. I'm all around to tell Norman. <laughs> then I had to go in to Beaufort. Then I had to come back here for the show. Then the show ain't want me for getting the air. You know we had to do some fearless prayer today. Okay, then. <laughs> So you know God yes, always yes. have a remedy bush, always a reason for everything to happen. So I know say God just had all of that for going on just so we could illustrate how fearless prayer gets you through anything at any time. So yes, so glad to have you here upon the air with us. We know that you, you are a life coach that's based in Georgia. You also founded the Good Wine House, which this 
life coaching seems to be directly connected to and or an outgrowth of one might even say. <laughs> and so exactly. it's very good to also start seeing materials coming out from you because from what I understand this is your first book, Fearless Prayer. Yes, yes it is. So now tell us what is the inspiration behind writing a book about prayer because like I say, you know, I'm, I understand people show people how to pray. Even the disciples asked how should they pray in the Bible and that kind of thing. We've talked about how in the church people say what the model prayer is. Well, what do you mean by fearless prayer, and what inspired you to not only name a document that, but then to publish an entire book with that title? Well, most certainly this was an inspiration from God. My mind was not thinking about writing a book on prayer because I'm like you. That's one of the things that we were taught. But, however, God showed me that so many people will go to him as a last resort. And we go to him, and the time that we finally do go to him, we're full of fear. We're afraid, and we're not fully engaging with the power that he has within him. We're more concerned about what's going on with ourselves, and we are just full of fear, and we don't even sometimes see the blessings that we really want to see all because we're dwelling in a fearful place. So I decided to write a book, Inspired by God, Fearless Prayer. Well, it's interesting that you would say what you said because I'm sure for all of my Christian listeners, it's coming to mind, the scripture, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So to now have a piece of material out here. I know that you're also going to be doing workshops and retreats and the like and have something that deals with fear, (laughs) okay? Why have that be the centerpiece? You know, we have a whole bunch of different movements, one might say, in Christendom that's going on. You have what people might call prosperity gospel over there, and you have the faith gospel and the grace gospel and everything. You know, why hone in on the word fear when a lot of people, if they grew up in the church, probably got hit in their minds with the same scripture I did. But God has not given us the spirit of faith. Yes. Well, if we pay attention in the Bible, it, fear not, specifically fear not or be not afraid is mentioned 103 times. Yet still within the church, we are fearful. We go to the pastors because of something that's going on in our life. We go to the elders in the church, and oftentimes we don't realize the power that's within us to pray. Because at midnight, sometimes you can't get to the pastor, and you can't get to that person who's your prayer partner So this book is to teach you how to pray fearlessly. Not only does it teach you how to pray fearlessly, but it teaches you what is fear, to begin to understand truly, truly what fear is. Because a lot of times we don't even recognize that when we're going to God full of anxiety that we're actually fearful. So it helps us to identify what is it that we're most afraid of happening. Once we can identify that, then we can identify how to use God in our prayers, how we can identify the different names of God, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, how we can call on who he is and believe in his power that he is our provider, he is our banner, he is our healer. And then once we identify that God is, not God may be, but God is our healer, then we can go boldly and confidently and fearlessly to the Lord, saying, Lord, I know that you will provide, versus, Lord, I'm terrified, I don't know how this is going to happen, 
but I'm trying to trust you. This is just to give a little more encouragement for those moments when we can't get to those people that we want to get to and to recognize the power within us to be able to pray fearlessly. Right, and I think that it's very good that within the book itself you have a quote from Salvador Dali that says, have no fear of perfection, you'll never reach it. And then you go on to say, if you have a fear of failure, begin to tell yourself that there's absolutely no reason why you cannot succeed. I know nowadays, like I said, there's all of these movements within Christendom, but I also notice whether it's in social media or anywhere else, this word succeed, the word success is something that's used all the time. But now as a life coach, how do you talk to your clients about the word succeed or the word success? What do you tell them that is or how do you help them to define what that is so that they can realize that they shouldn't have fear about it? Well, as a life coach, the approach that I like to take is to help people recognize the gifts that are within them. Each one of us have our own special gifts that God has instilled within each one of us as individuals. They usually aren't duplicates, and we can tap into those gifts. Well, if you realize how strong you are in certain things, you're less likely to fall into disbelief, unbelief, um, insecurity, not certain that you can go forward doing certain things. So success, I try to teach people how to Hone your gifts, understand who you are, because success cannot be measured in money and things like that, because you can write a book, and that book can die off in a year or two. However, you are still a success because you put forth the effort and you did what God called you to do, which was to write that book. So you can't measure it in how many books were sold, but in the success that you use your gift the way God showed you to. So that's how I try to define success with the people that I work with. Yeah, and definitely I think that for each person, what their benchmarks to success are are going to vary. Mm -hmm. Those things are going to be different. So you use the example of writing a book like you completed a book. Someone else, you might be a singer. You might put out an EP. You don't have to stress over putting out a whole CD. You get the EP out there, that's an accomplishment. And I think that many people avoid the actuality of an initial accomplishment because they make the goal so far in the distance mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. don't even start to go toward it. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. So, right, so I think that it's important to have these different benchmarks and, like you say, measure them in that way, which is something yes. more tangible and reasonable yes. than how many dollars did I make off of this because some of the yes. richest things will not be money. Some of the richest yes. things in your life will be spiritual growth. But now, as you're coaching folks in this direction that you're talking about, to be people who do succeed, to be people who go on and, like you said, what is praying with fear? You know, how to go as you go on this journey through this fearlessly, as your title says. I find it interesting because another very interesting quote you put in here of someone who I tend to quote often I'll say, I don't want to just sound like him, but I must say this. But (laughs) Sigmund Freud, uh, you quoted him as saying, most people do not really want freedom. Now, we could stop there and we could have a whole (laughs) 
series of shows for the next month. But I won't. Absolutely. I won't. <laughs> it says because freedom involves responsibility. And most people are frightened of responsibility. Now, when I see the word frightened, I think of fear. So we're back Absolutely. to that, overcoming mm-hmm. the frightening part, overcoming the fearful part. Yes. But now, why put in a book called Fearless Prayer uh, that mm-hmm. people may pick up and say, well, oh, well, I thought there's a lot of Bible scriptures in here, you know, so it's mm-hmm. a Christian-based book. And then you see right. Sigmund Freud. Right? Yes. So what made you decide to pull his quote, and in particular, to deal with a quote about freedom in the Mm -hmm. midst of dealing with fearless prayer? I think it's important that as Christians that we incorporate not only what we know from the Bible, but we're also out here living. So it's important for us to be able to learn from whatever. We can learn from the trees. We can learn from nature. We can learn from quotes. We've, we've learned things on yeah. Facebook. And so yeah. it, it, I, I believe in encompassing things as a whole. I don't like to kind of just stand in the Bible and use scriptures while I absolutely love scriptures, and that's how I govern my life. However, there's many quotes out there that kind of reaffirm what I've learned in the Word. So even when it comes to freedom and taking responsibility, Let's say, let's look at the scripture, 1 Peter 5 and 7. Cast all your fear on him because he cares for you. Well, if I understand that I have the responsibility of casting the fear, I I have the ability to cast that fear, that gives me freedom to say I have responsibility for feeling this way and I'm going to cast it. If you don't even acknowledge that you have a fear and you don't acknowledge that you have a way to do something with that fear, you're bound and you're imprisoned by fear. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I think it's very intriguing that you give people some ways to release themselves from that bondage, get to that point of freedom by doing different exercises. And I noticed that your Chapter 3 goes into what I started the show saying, the how-to Because there are so many, you know, FYI courses and uh, (laughs) do-it-yourself courses and, you know, how how do you da-da-da-da-da? You know, you've got (laughs) ask on, 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 you know, and then there's all these things that people tell you, well, this is step one, two, three, four, five. So I think it's interesting that Chapter 3 says how to pray fearlessly, and you go through some steps, one of which you just outlined. Number one, find encouraging scriptures. Then I noticed number two is understand that every hardship, difficulty, and loss that you have been through can be used for your growth. Now, I know some people might want to halt you right there because (laughs) folks ain't trying to hear no more hardship, ain't trying to hear no difficulty and loss. They want to pick up your book and it be (laughs) a magic moment. So why would you tell them to understand that hardship, difficulty, and loss that they've already been through could actually be used for growth. I felt I felt it important to include that because sometimes when we've gone through something really hard, I'm laughing because I know it myself, when you've been through something so difficult, you don't want to hear or see anything else come up anytime soon. You like to believe that everything's going to be nice and patient and, I mean, nice and calm and, steady right. for a while before something else comes. But that's not right. necessarily how life the is. The case. 
So, yes. So if you sit back sometimes and just look back on some of the things you've been through, you see that God brought me through. God right. brought me through. And when that particular thing came up again, I didn't get all bothered and upset like I did the first time. So clearly right, that was right. growth. So I, that's why I try to remind people, remember that your hardships aren't necessarily bad. They don't feel good. Right. Yes, it's not right. up to death. It don't feel real good in the moment. But if you go through it just saying, Lord, this thing does not feel comfortable to my flesh. However, I'm being used for your glory, so I have to submit myself to you and allow the growth to come through it. And that will help it not feel so scary, full of fear. Right. Or as we would say, so tedious on this yes. tedious journey. <laughs> yes. Tedious journey. So, yes, the tedious journey. So now, mm-hmm. number three says try not to wait until last minute to pray. Okay, here we go again. What's with this last minute to pray and what's with <laughs> your opening of the book? Do all these other things first. Yeah. Well, then I guess I'll go to God now. You know? Right. So right. elaborate a little bit on what made you go ahead and include that after you already told them <laughs> that these hardships, you know, actually could add to your growth. Then it's almost right. like it's a, a reminder or a, or a nudge, as we call it. Try not to yes. wait until the last minute to pray. Why would you just write that out as an instruction? Yes. Well, as you know, um, I, I personally feel like I would be failing if I just made everything sound nice and beautiful and peaceful and it's all going to go so well and everything feels so good and that's not necessarily the case. I don't want to come off as not being truthful and I want people to be able to be prepared. But it's more specifically, not waiting till the last minute to pray. You know, the word says God is a jealous God. He's a jealous God. So when we go and we do all these other things first, it's almost like putting other things before him, putting other God right. before him, Be, putting ourselves right. and our own strength and our own might before right. his power. And that, I don't believe, is the best. I did use the scripture that says, when hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place, Psalm 118.5. So he does come to us when we go to him when we're hard-pressed. But we yeah. want God to answer us now. We like to right. get our answers now, but we'll delay in how we go to him. So my encouragement to people is if you would like to see God be so give you that suddenly that you're looking for, that thing that you yeah. want right now, then go to him just as quickly as you would like for him to come to you. Again, not saying you'll get the immediate prayer, but that's just a sacrifice. And God so loves the immediate answer. Right. Mm-hmm. It, yes. So just go yes. to God, and I like to encourage people, try him first. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, see, you know it. You know I'm tempted to do that song, Try Jesus, but I just ain't going to do it right now. I ain't going to do it right now. He's all right. But um, so definitely... Here it is that after you say that, your next mm-hmm. instruction is very simple. Be confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it appears to be simple. Yeah. So do you think that confidence is that simple? I do not believe it's that simple, and that's part of what I was saying about our growth. The more you begin to trust that God is going to be who he says he is, the more confident you can stand. It takes practice. It's not the easiest thing. It's not one of those things we came out the womb and we understood how to how to be confident. No. But right. through practice, and I've said in this book, even just using this book and reading it over and over again until it touches your soul differently, 
you begin to understand I have to have full trust in who God is. Okay, I can get in this car and I can drive without thinking one time that I'm going to get in an accident. I'm not really considering that when I get in the car and I'm running to the store. If you can have that confidence in a vehicle, you can have that kind of confidence in God. It's just that simple to me. If you can have that much confidence that the earth isn't going to drop from under our feet in in any particular moment, then you can have trust that God is going to be who he says he is. It's not always. I still have my own struggles with that. However, because I've come to learn it, it's something that I have now as a tool to tap into during those times I feel a little shaken. Interesting, and it's good that you said tool because this book, again, Feel is Prayer, is one of those mm-hmm. tools that can be in that toolkit as people start to enhance their prayer lives or to begin a prayer life because we can't assume that all of listeners already had a prayer life, but we pray tonight that you'll have yes. one after this, and we know Absolutely. you'll know when you have it because of yes. number five that you said, feel it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Elaborate on this feel it instruction. Yes. Well, I I believe that when we go to God, we should go with a heart of thanksgiving. We may need, say I need some money to pay a bill. When we go before God, I believe that we should feel that the need has already been met. That's that confidence and that's truly feeling that God is going to do what he said he would do, and that's to be Jehovah Jireh. You know, if we... I, I just believe it's important for us to have that feeling of confidence whenever we go. We go so many different places and just have confidence. We have a trip coming up, and we're confident that when we get to the airport, <laughs> the, the ticket's going to be fine. We're getting on a plane. The plane's going to go. And we feel right. excitement. We feel the excitement yeah. before that even comes, before that day uh-huh. gets there. Oh, I'm about to travel. This is going to be so yeah. exciting. We feel the excitement. Well, feel that same excitement as if that money was already in your hand. Thank you, Lord. The money is here. I believe and I trusted in you, and it's going to be there. I thank you right now in advance. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I love about your conclusion is that you said mm-hmm. fearless praying is going to take practice. Do yes. not become discouraged when you recognize that you have taken actions that were fear-driven. The moment this happens, begin to pray. Return to a peaceful state. So here it is that your book is trying to get people who may not currently be in a peaceful state to get to Mm -hmm. that point of peace, to meditate on these things, to to be in that space that you know is my favorite word, peace. And so... It is a blessed moment when you reach a point in life, much less in your prayer life, to be mm-hmm. at peace. And then, as you're pointing out, there are going to be times where that peace might be shaken for a little while. So yes. you need to have a way to return to it. Resettle yourself, resettle your soul within the midst of that peace. And I just think that that is an excellent thing to have in a conclusion because you're really trying to get people there at the end of this all. And, see, I already have my copy of the book in my hand. So y'all listeners, if y'all wondering, well, how she know, how she read for, oh, yeah, she the host, the book was mailed off for free. No, I paid for mine. I bought it on Amazon, Fearless Prayer by Sharonda L. Barksdale. You will see a lady and a lion 
in the grasses, walking toward the trees fearlessly. And so make sure you go ahead, get on Amazon. Please use Amazon Smile and use the Gullah Geechee Angel Network as your charity because then not only will Sharonda Barr still be supported, but also our Gullah Geechee Angel Network will be supported. So please make sure to purchase your copy now of Fearless Prayer and then what is another way that people get to reach you? Because a lot of people may be like me, where, yeah, even if they order a book online, they'd rather meet the author somewhere. They'd like to get it autographed, or they'd like to buy it directly. A lot of my supporters prefer to buy directly from my website. Is that possible? How do people reach you? Even if they say, I love what you're saying tonight, maybe she yes. should be my life coach. How do they reach yes. you? Well, you can reach me on Facebook, of course. Is Sharonda L. Barksdale. You can also go directly to my website, www.SharondaLBarksdale.com, and you'll be able to reach me. I have an area where you can leave your contact information and your email address, and we can get back to you. And um, I also have all the services that I offer. So people can contact me, like I said, through www.SharondaLBarksdale.com, or you can go to Facebook and find me, Sharonda L. Barksdale. And you can also always email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. You know we'll reconnect you with any of our guests we have here on the air, so this is no different. Again, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And we're looking forward to Ms. Barksdale being at the Gullah Festival with Fearless Prayer and God willing at our Heritage Day celebration. Right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, Ponce and Town Island, and thing like that. And so that you'll be able to obtain this copy and also talk to her some more. I know you offer retreats, as I mentioned earlier. You offer private life coaching, and people can contact you so that they can have a 15-minute session of evaluation before you even enter into life coaching. But what made you decide to want to be, of all things in the world, because there's all these kind of coaches out here in the world now, what made you want to be a life coach? Um, What made me me want to be a life coach, more specifically a life empowerment coach, is that I've encountered, I've been that person for so many people for so many years. I've been that person, whether I noticed it or not, I've always been that person that people go to when they're really going through the difficult times of their lives. And so I just obeyed the call. I started paying attention that that was the direction that God had me going. Even after I completed my bachelor's degree in counseling and human services, my mind still didn't go to life coaching. However, after my son um, suffered a traumatic brain injury last year and I had to leave my place of employment, I, you know, sat still and just wanted to see what God wanted me to do. I wanted to be home with him to take care of him, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure if there was anything God needed me to do or wanted me to be doing, I would be doing it. And that's when I felt in my spirit it was that was my call. It was time to be a life coach. So I went and I started studying and I did the certification courses and I became a certified life coach. So I'm just following the call of God. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. And as the book says, Fearless Prayer is an empowering short book filled with encouraging words and techniques for those who are ready to release fear. Notice that's your duty now. You have to be ready to release the fear. 
to be able to get to the point of fearless prayer. So we definitely want you to pick up your copies of Fearless Prayer. Go on Amazon.com and look for Sharonda L. Barksdale or go to www.sheronda.l. Barks like a dog, B-A-R-K-S, Dale, D-A-L-E dot com, Sharonda, lbarksdale.com, and make sure you connect. And you can also link so that you can see the blog entries and all of this to keep you inspired and keep you empowered. We have Sharonda L. Barksdale, our empowerment coach here, who the first empowerment coach that I've ever had on the air here at Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio (laughs) and the first one that I know that be Gullah Geechee and thing like that. Now, so y'all chilling, the Yeti is a true woman, her story, the same. And so yes. we want to open up the phone lines because we do have a guest from 240 that's been holding all evening. 240, I'm about to be knocking at your door. But for anybody else who's here tonight tuning in and you want to call in if you have some questions in our remaining few minutes, please give us a call at 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. I knock upon your door. Good evening, (laughs) 240. How honored to do? Good evening, 240, 413. How honored to be? Okay, guess you just wanted to tune in. That's all right, too. And so we're so glad that Hunter Day you're with me this evening and things like that. I know a lot of folks, they like to listen to the radio, but they don't want to talk to nobody. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's quite all right. So we definitely thank you for being here. We thank the guests in the chat room and read us all the Hunter Children who to download this year and share it. And so it will still be available on iTunes for you to be able to download for free and to share with your friends and for all of our folks out there and social media. We definitely want you to keep up with what Gwine on. Are you on Twitter? Are you on social media where people can find you besides your Facebook page, Ron? I, I actually am on Twitter. It's um I can never remember my little thing. But the one for Twitter is Sharonda G B. You can find me on right. Twitter at Sharonda G B. All right. So and you I, all can also yes. oh, if that's your thing, keep up with her at Sharonda G B. Yes. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. And definitely Sharondell Boxdale on Facebook. So you have any signings that are coming up soon that we want to let the listeners know about before you go off the air tonight? Well, the first signing will be at the Gullah Festival coming up in May. Um, hopefully, I, can, I will definitely have some information about that on my website. And so definitely keep up with me so I can let you know. If any other signings come in before then, again, you'll be able to find that on my website or on Facebook or on Twitter. And we are fearlessly praying that there will be plenty of signings coming up in April for you. And we say thank you, thank you, and God bless you in this your journey of empowerment, life coaching, and definitely go forward with fearless prayer. Proud of yes. you. Glad to have the new book. And thank you, thank, thank you for coming upon the air right here from Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. Thank you, thank you for having me, Queen. Peace and blessings, Sharonda. Peace and blessings. Yes, wonderful opportunity. I always love being able to have guests on the show that have new things coming out there, especially Gullah Geechee's. And this week, talking about books, 
I am coming back to Respect for Life Bookstore this coming Friday evening at 6 o'clock as part of the Tunis Campbell Celebration down in Brunswick, Georgia. You all know that April 1st of 1999 was the day that I became the first Gullah Geechee to ever speak before the United Nations on behalf of our people. That also happens to be the birthday or the Earth Day of Tunis Campbell, who helped many of us to get our land, hold on to our land on the Georgia Sea Island coast, and then went through a great deal trying to fight to make sure that people did not displace the people from the land. And so we are still yet fighting to keep our people on our land and to take a stand. So we'll have a Gullah Geechee Porch Talk for the Tunis Campbell Celebration this Friday, Respect for Life Books in Brunswick. And then on Saturday, the Pan-African Family Empowerment and Land Preservation Network will have our open house here in Beaufort at 1 Beaufort Town Plaza from noon to 2 p.m. So, again, if you want more details on any of these, email us to GU. L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Keep up with us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Facebook, on, on Instagram, and Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. And so definitely if you go to Facebook, you see these events posted, and we'll definitely be posting more about Fearless Prayer and book signings by Sharonda L. Barksdale. We know our ancestors are shouting this evening that their prayers in the wilderness were not in vain. So thank you, thank you, Hunter Chillin, for joining we one more again upon we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So glad Hunter Chillin joined me this evening. This year the Queen quit, head upon the box of Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad you tune in one more again to we Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Peace and blessings. Happy Oman Month.